Hillary DeCesar. Hillary is an award-winning entrepreneur, a transformational neurocertified coach, CEO of the Relaunch Co., featured speaker in Silicon Valley and at conferences nationwide. She is also well-known as the relentless philanthropist as seen on the hit ABC show, Secret Millionaire. She talks so much about how she helps her clients relaunch their life and their business to start over. Whenever they feel there's a transition or a transformation that needs to happen, she helps them make the next step. We talk about bugs, those beliefs underground that always tend to resurface until we exterminate them. You guys are going to love this episode. Welcome to the Meg Rock Show with Manifesting Marge, enlightening you with high vibe spiritual guidance, interviews with high vibe people, and those who practice different healing modalities around the world. I help women manifest more love, more self love, more money, better health, and clarity on their life path. My purpose is to help you remember who the f- you are. Let's rock this out. Welcome, Hillary. I'm so excited to have you. Meg, this is going to be so much fun. I've been so excited all morning knowing I was going to get to talk to you. I am so excited to have you. Okay, so I'll always start. I want to hear some good coaching tips, but I'll always start with people's stories because we go through life and we have these things that happen and things that derail us. And I think oftentimes we forget that everybody else out there has a story. It's not just us that these things are happening to. So let's start with your story and kind of how you ended up with where you are today. Oh, okay. This is like my favorite because you're so right. Everyone has a story. And as you know, my company's name is The Relaunch Co. And everybody is relaunching as well right now, creating a new story, which is so perfectly aligned with where we're going to go today in the conversation. But, you know, when I really think about it, I grew up um, in California. I had this amazing opportunity to really get involved in the Silicon Valley. I was one of the early like high-tech women. I was about to call myself a girl because I look back at myself as I was a girl, but I really grew up with um, the boys club. I grew up with do not be feminine, get out there. In fact, if you can believe this, when I first started, there was this um, mandate that you could not wear pants. You had to wear a skirt. Yes, the company was called Xerox at the time. And I'm like, oh my God. But within a very short amount of time, we started to wear, you know, we kind of put our, it was kind of the movement of like, all right, seriously, you know, you guys wear skirts, you guys wear dresses, and then we'll we'll do the same. But anyway, so I did that. I worked in corporate for 10 years. I had massive corporate guilt when I was leaving my three little babies and I was traveling an hour and a half to the office across bridges and coming home. And sometimes they were already asleep. And I'm like, okay. This just isn't working for me. And so I ended up being um, offered to come in and one of the venture capital firms had a need to have somebody come in and do a bunch of what we call now coaching. It was called consulting then. And I'm acting like I'm like a hundred years old, but (laughs) I started, let's just say I started, I started right out of college. So it ended up that I did that. And I started, I, I started to coach people. I mean, we're talking like 25 years ago before anyone had even heard of any of that. And I loved it. 
And so with another gal from Oracle at the time, we launched White Space Inc. And the ink is I-N-K. And it's all about, at that point, it's like, take whatever your whiteboard is, take your Post-its, and take everything down. At some point, you got to start over. At some point, everything that you have is just cluttering up your mind. You got to start fresh. And a lot of times we try to jam in ideas when your, your ideas from the past, they're not, they, they didn't work in the first place. The reason that they're still like, you're still trudging along. And so that was a company I did for about five years. And then I was able to spend more time with my kids. I have twins and I've got um, another one and I ended up, and now by the way, I have five because I have two beautiful uh, stepkids as well. So I'm like the modern day, I call it the modern day Brady Bunch, but where's Alice? Like I I need an Alice like (laughs) so badly. But then I ended up catching the entrepreneurial bug and I launched into my next phase, which was starting to not only coach, I've never given up coaching because I just love, I love helping people and I love kind of getting them to the next level. But I also started to launch my own businesses, raise capital for them. And that's where we are today. Yet, you know, two, three years ago, I did another, I did another launch of a company called Relaunch. Awesome. Well, I wanted to ask you too, I wanted to ask you about being the relentless philanthropist that was seen on the ABC show, Secret Millionaire. Yeah. So it's really interesting. And I don't know um, if this will resonate with your audience, but you know, for so long, I was a check writer to, to support causes. And I didn't even realize that that's what I was doing. Cause I'm like, Ooh, I'm giving money away. This is really great. But then I was approached um, by two different shows at the same time. One was Shark Tank and one was uh, The Secret Millionaire. And in talking more about it, the company that I had at that point was a security company to keep kids safe online. And Mark Cuban had just joined and he was really like fired up on social and wanted to you know, find out what was going on with our company. And I remember picking the secret millionaire because they, the the guy who was interviewing me from ABC made a comment to me and said, so have you ever actually really gotten involved with, you know, hands on being out there helping people? And I kind of stopped and I said, well, I did a few things in high school and I did a few things in college, but it was always these like one-off situations. I hadn't gotten totally immersed in the concept of like, what, what more could I do? And it triggered something in me. And so I thought, oh my God, Mark Cuban's probably going to like, you know, completely, you know, take me down the wrong path with the company. And if he says something horrible about keeping kids safe online, what am I going to do? And it was early on when, when this was still starting and I thought I'm going to do the secret millionaire. And I ended up giving, um, all a ton of my time. I was on the show. I loved it. And that ended up fueling friendships that the people that I had invested in, one of them actually spoke at my wedding to my, to my husband. And it started me down this path of, I have never been happier than when I was actually on the ground with the people, helping them, seeing them transform 
And it changed me, changed everything about it. Yes. Do I still write checks? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I got involved in the boys and girls club and I became one of their judges for their, um, their entire like end of the year, um, person that they, you know, give the top award to, I was a judge for that. And I, you know, it just, it started to, you, you put your mind to something and it started as, as you know, it starts to fuel other opportunities. And so I've joined, a quite a few numbers of nonprofit boards. I'm on uh, Cal Poly, University of Cal Poly. I'm on their board. I'm on um, a few others that are, that are, it's just, it, it literally sent me down a path that, yeah, this is, this is what matters. This is what matters. So beautiful. Well, it makes me think of, you know, so many times we go through our life and we're like, do I have time for that? Mm. You know, is this something that I really should consider? Should I wait a little while? And just saying yes, like just saying yes and just figuring out as you go. And I mean, you just said it's like led to some of the most beautiful, you know, moments of your life, of your life. And, you know, they talk about being grateful, right? And we can practice gratitude and we can sit there and say, I'm so grateful for this and that. But when you see and you understand where other people's journeys have taken them, it it impacts you in such a different way. I mean, it's like, oh my God, I now practice forward gratitude, like looking forward to, you know, how, how many more people can I help? How many more people can I impact their lives by, you know, in some way relaunching them into whatever they're doing, whether it's a business, whether it's their personal life, whether it's their relationships. And it really has stemmed from that seed that was planted during the show. And what was fabulous about it is as soon as I did that, my youngest daughter came to me and said, mom, would you be willing to do a mother daughter um, and, and get really involved in this one organization that was local? And I, at that point, I'm like, Ooh, I've got, I've got a lot that I'm supporting now, but I said, absolutely, absolutely. And it, it triggers other people. And then my husband came and said, you know, I think at this point in our lives, we need to, you know, have a cause. And little did I know that um, life's relaunches were going to hit me in the head and kind of take me down some very different pathways with my mom's passing suddenly from colon cancer. And yes, she had been tested. Crazy, crazy story there. Um, and other just really gnarly situations. And now I have really started to think like, what is it about it that really, that really lights me up? And so with the relaunch co, we now actually help people figure out what does light you up? Is it, is it old people? Is it kids? Is it animals? Is it, you know, conservation? Is it whatever it is? I have never, and Meg, I can honestly say this. I have never met a single person that gave their time and came back and said, oh my God, it was the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. <laughs> Absolutely. And you'll probably touch on this, but it makes me think of when I'm working with clients or talking just with people and, and they talk about being stuck, being stuck in their careers and whatever they're going through. And, and I'm like, well, what is it that lights you up? What is it that brings you joy? Mm. And while realistically, they probably can't just quit their career and go do that thing because financially it may not make sense at the time mm. doing that thing outside of their career yeah. 
sparks other things in their life and starts to align them with that joy. And Mm -hmm. then that's when all these other doors start opening that can't eventually replace that career that you don't like. But I think people just get so stuck and trapped in this. I don't like where I am. That's not realistic, but they don't understand that it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be the big thing you're doing in your life. That's bringing in money at the time. It could eventually turn into something that's going to bring you money Mm. eventually, but no doubt. Like just, I mean, just that, that word of spark, it just creates a spark and it does get back to what brings you joy, what lights you up. And oftentimes it's, it's the things we did when we were growing up that we didn't even think about, you know, we loved it, but we didn't, we just that, Oh, I did that when I was younger, or there was a time for that. There's always a time for that. You just hit on something so important and and I'm a um, complete neuro nerd. I love neuroscience. I studied psychology in, in college and, you know, I think there must've been in my past life, some type of crazy scientist, because I dig into the details behind like why things happen. And one thing that you said about the the business of like, you know, being stuck, right. Mm -hmm. There is this concept that you're stuck. And I love when Tony Robbins said, you're never stuck. All you have to do is take one step and you're not stuck anymore. But here's the thing. I believe that, you know, there's this idea of, uh, you know, come on, you can take that first step, but there's also the action, right? The action of, you know, whether it's massive action, whether it's like mini action, there's something that you can do. And if you break down the word action, the first one is ACT, act. Act is really when you're stuck. What I want you and your audience to really think about is, okay, sometimes it's really tough to even figure out like, what do I want? How do I even take action? What should I even do? So when you think about even the most insignificant thing that you would love to have, right? In your relationship, maybe you're going down that, you know, negative path of like my relationship suck, my work sucks my, you know, I don't feel content within myself, pick one thing, pick one that's really kind of like percolating up to the top. And then think about what would actually be a win for you with that. Okay. What would that be? And once you figure that out, and it might be like, ah, if just my husband and I, you know, didn't fight every, you know, every day. Okay, great. Then what I want you to think about is the action is the act of how do you need to be the act of being in order to have that happen? And when you start looking at like, how do I have to act? How do I have to act so that it does happen? Then all of a sudden it's like, okay, forget about massive action. Cause I get it. There were times where, you know, after my divorce and after I found out that I had cancer and after, you know, my oldest daughter got really sick, it's like, uh, you know, action, like I don't even want to get out of bed. And when I realized that you could do this, like just the act of, I'm going to embrace just being that person acting like that person would, it changed everything. Truly. And, and it's, it's what I always talk about all the time is you can't have what you're not willing to be. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to act now 
energetically as if you already have the thing mm-hmm. because that's how you align with it. It's not like, well, that's not realistic and that's not, you know, that's not going to work for me and that'll never happen. And it's too far out and, you know, all of their realistic and, and yeah. you're, you're very smart. I mean, good grief. You, you worked in Silicon Valley. Like all of those people are just brains, you know, and, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm, I, feel, I, right. I felt very smart many days. <laughs> well, you, if you can hang with those people, you are smart. I am very, very, and I'm smart, but I'm, I'm right-brained. I'm creative. I see mm-hmm. colors and shapes and solutions that are outside of reading a, um, you know, an instruction manual. I can literally can put something together by looking at a picture of it. But that's Ooh, just- I would say that you actually are smarter than a lot of people that would have the <laughs> IQ of somebody that would be perceived as being smart. So, yeah. well, well, so we, we get trapped in this logical, realistic space. We do. Majority of people do. And I, I mean, I understand being logical, understand being re- realistic, but that's not the way, that's not the way the universe works. Mm. It, it literally tunes into our belief about what it is that we're working for. And I always say this, it's, it's why miracles and those crazy cool stories that are too amazing to even write. Like you're like, Oh my gosh, you can't even make this shit up. Like it's that big and that amazing. It's because the belief and the magic was there, Mm. you know, and we get too stuck. So let's talk about, um, for a few minutes, let's talk about relaunching your business or your life, like finding that, that spark and, and taking that action step. What does that look like? Mm, Okay. So because you just said about, you know, feeling smart and I, you know, I, (laughs) when I was in first grade, if you can believe I was actually held back. Right. So I flunked first grade. You talk about not feeling smart. (laughs) Like that was crazy. And I remember the kids on the playground, you know, when, and I was already very tall at that age. And I remember just always feeling like I'm, I'm not smart. I'm not, I obviously I'm not smart. I didn't even, you know, Pat, I didn't get past first grade and I had to take it over. And I remember that those feelings of like, oh my gosh, inadequacy. And they would, you know, I could push them down a bunch of times, but they would eventually show up again in some form. And so what I did was I overcompensated I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this, but, but they were still there. And I call, I call what that is. The limiting belief is a bug. It's a bug. It's a belief underground surfacing. Okay. And here's the problem for so many of us, when you're trying to get ahead in business you're trying to get ahead in, you know, with your relationships or within yourself, you end up many times charging forward. And then all of a sudden you're like, why isn't this happening for me? Why isn't it happening? And so many of us, because as we discussed at the beginning, the stories that we tell ourselves, which go back to when we were young, the story that, you know, hey, my brother was telling me that I was a, you know, a, a dumb bleep, you know, and I always, you know, felt that and he could always push my buttons by, by, by saying something like that. Well, eventually I'm like, what's up with this? Like I, I can have, like, I, I have been able to have major successes in my life and my careers. I'm helping these like incredible people. I'm helping people who are selling their company for 250 million. There's something, there's something there, Hillary, you got something yet. 
I was still going back to that little first grader. And so when I really decided that, you know what, there's so much more out there. I want to help more women. I want to help. I want to relaunch. I want to help, you know, the masses, but how am I going to do that? If I constantly am feeling like I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough. And so in creating this idea of these bugs, which we all have, I decided, you know what, I got to get, I got to get to the point where there's a process. There's a process to get through them that actually will eliminate them, that will exterminate these things so that they don't keep coming up and holding me back from additional success, from whatever I'm trying to accomplish. Because they do. You always are where your beliefs lie. You can't have an identity above it. And so if when you think about Albert Einstein, he said, you can't solve a problem at the level it was created. So if you can't solve a problem at the level it was created, then how do you expect to solve your limiting belief that's holding you back? And so I started to really dig into this and Nike says, just do it, right? Just do it. Well, I thought, okay, that's that doing thing again. What am I supposed to do? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And so I started to question, like when I was young, I was a fanatic of why. Why is that? Why? Why? And I had divorced parents, so I could go back and forth and ask them both the whys, right? It wouldn't be like, come on, you've asked that already. I could then go to the other parent and say, all right, I got a question. And they would then start to answer my questions. But there comes a point for kids where we're like, our parents, our teachers, stop asking why. Stop it. Just like, come on. Yeah, I've already told you the answer. Let's just move forward. You know, enough already. Well, what I encourage people to do now is instead of just do it, just ask why. This is the thing. Just ask why. Ask why in every area of your life. Why are you responding the way you're doing? Why are you acting the way you're doing? Why haven't you been able to hit six figures, seven figures, eight figures? Constantly ask why. Because the answers are there. And when you start to realize, oh my gosh, wait a second. I'm asking the why, and I'm like, I have no idea why, you know, I'm a registered, you know, political party. I have no idea why I'm this type of domination of religion. I'm not even sure why I'm living where I'm living. And when you start to ask why, things start to open up for you. You start to understand so much more, and then you can really get to whose identity is this? It's not, it's not yours. It's all of the people and all of the stories and all of the things that have brought you to where you are. And once you get there and you can start to, you know, blast your beliefs and you can start to move past, then you can start to get to that next level of your higher self, of that next version of your identity. And you talk, you know, you talk about Marge, the manifester, Meg, and, you know, you, you've got these, these amazing abilities to create. You're there. You're at that level. And, you know, it's such a, it's so incredible when you put it all together, all the pieces, and you start realizing that you're your only obstacle. You're the only thing holding you back. So my attitude is get out of your own way and let's start manifesting. Absolutely. Well, 
a couple of things that I want to say is what people don't realize is that, you know, when they get in that victim mindset of why is this happening to me? Why does, you know, why, why is it always me? It always happens to me. It's life is not happening to you. It's happening with you and through you. And when you can understand that for yourself, it's so empowering Mm -hmm. to think, okay, so I really am co-creating my reality. I am a huge piece of why these things are happening the way they are. Yeah. We have life experiences. We come here to soul agreements. We come here to go through and, and learn from, but you have free will with your energy. And I believe that's the journey of the soul. Yes, we come here with things we're going to experience. It's it's a part of our story, but with your energy and intention, you can change the energy and the direction of that experience with what you're going through, which leads me to you saying, why, why, why? From an energy healing perspective, why is huge, but you also say, what is there for me to learn? And so with everything you go through, if you are always asking, okay, so I'm in this place, it's not so great. What is there for me to learn? Because when you can identify the lesson in it, you're going to move to the next step. You're going to move to the next step. You're going to get clear. But we're not asking enough. We're not asking enough of those questions. Just why it, just why everything around you. Yeah. Literally today, if that is the only takeaway you get, from our conversation, all the, all you fabulous listeners out there, just why it, just why why everything. And you're going to start to like, you know, you talk about people that are, you know, they've been awakened. Well, this is an opportunity. You can wake up right now. I just, you know, just, just why it. Yeah. Talk to yourself. We talk to everybody else. Talk to yourself. We sure do. <laughs> and we you sure do. <laughs> we won't call you crazy when you talk to yourself. We will need to talk to themselves more. Oh my gosh. Well, this was fantastic. Okay. So tell our, our listeners how they can connect with you on social and what you offer. So right now we, you could go to our website, which is www.therelaunchco.com, therelaunchco.com. And we actually have a free seven day, how to get unstuck challenge, seven minutes, seven days. Um, definitely. I would start there. If you're at all feeling like, you know, things are just not, not right. And then, um, I would also, you know, we're the relaunch co, uh, on Instagram and, you know, there's just, there's so many different ways to begin a relaunch, but the first one is again, you got to just, you got to start, you got to say, okay, I do want more. I do want this, you know, this next adventure to start. Nobody wants to be stagnant. Nobody wants to feel stuck. It's not a good place to be. So that's kind of like what I always say. If you want to begin your relaunch, start there. So beautifully said and act like you just explained action, because I think that's the missing step that so many people leave out when they start understanding manifesting and the affirmations and the vision boards. And you can get, you can get ready to get ready to get ready, but (laughs) you've got to do the action part of it because that's the biggest thing the universe sees and aligns with It's Oh my gosh, they're moving in the direction. They're doing something to move in the direction that they're going. And, and then you just create this energetic vortex around the idea and it just starts to grow and manifest. You, that is such a great way. You just said that. Yes, I completely agree. And then you can understand that 
manifestation, you know, there has to be a starting point, right? There has to be. And so we got to start, we got to start somewhere. And so you can't be sitting there. Oh, I'm just terrible at that. Yeah. I'm not a very good, you know, and some people I even have, you know, comment like, what the heck is manifestation? (laughs) I like, imagine you have the ability to create virtually anything in your life. Yes. I mean, it, and, and it is. If somebody has it, then there's no reason that you can't. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts, your mind, and your body, mm. all of the pieces. Well, this was incredible. Thank you for coming on, Hillary. And there's so much more we could talk about. So we'll have to do this again soon. Meg, you're incredible. Thanks so much for having me. If you thought today rocked, subscribe to the Meg Rock Show podcast. Leave a review and let me know what your takeaway was. All of my social is linked in the show notes. Screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at TheMegRock. For more info on me and to take my quiz to find out what energy blocks you have in your life and in your home, and maybe even coaching, go to ManifestingMarge.com. Repeat after me, I am a powerful, loving, radiant, abundant, badass warrior goddess. I am here to rock out this lifetime. It doesn't serve me or the world to play small. I am worthy of all that I desire. See you in the next episode. The Meg Rock Show podcast and all content created by Manifesting Marge LLC is created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have for a medical condition or concern. Meg Schwarzrock is not a doctor or a therapist.